Welcome to Naturally Happy, the radio show and podcast. I'm Dr. Vidya Reddy. Are you ready to ignite your life? Because it's time to foster your happiness, your relationships, and your health. If you want to live with more passion, experience more freedom, and of course have so much fun, you're in the right place. So close your eyes, open your ears and your heart and join me on your journey to living happy naturally. What a pleasure and what a joy it is to be with you, working and exploring with you and loving with you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Naturally Happy. I am so happy and so grateful that you're here every single week to learn, to grow, to make a difference in your life and in the life of others. I'm all about building a conscious community of change makers. All of you want to change your life and change the life of others and make an impact in this world. You are definitely exactly in the right place. Thank you for sharing your insights, your takeaways, the principles that you're learning from these episodes on Instagram and Facebook. I'm always looking out to learn from what you're learning. And remember, make sure that you have subscribed, rated, and reviewed this podcast, which would mean so, so much to me. And today's episode is going to be incredible. It's going to be super informative on a subject that you might or might not know a lot about. It's all about creative visualization, what it really is, and how to use it in order to activate and create the magnificence that you are meant for. I really, really hope that this episode is useful and I hope that it's practical and applicable to each and every one of you listening today. Sometimes people who have studied Eastern philosophy or are on a spiritual path feel a hesitation about using creative visualization when they first hear of it. Their conflict comes from the apparent paradox they see between the idea of being here now, letting go of attachments and desires, and the idea of setting goals and creating what you want in life. I say apparent paradox because in actuality, there is no contradiction between the two teachings when they are understood on a deeper level. They are both important principles that must be understood and lived in order for you to become a conscious person. In order to explain how they fit together, allow me to share with you my viewpoint about the process of inner growth. Most people in our culture have become cut off from their awareness of their spiritual essence. We have temporarily lost our conscious connection with our souls and thus have lost our own sense of power and responsibility of our lives. In some inner way, we have a sense of helplessness. We feel basically powerless to make real change in our lives or in the world. This inner feeling of powerlessness causes us to overcompensate by striving and struggling very hard to have some degree of power or control in our world. Most of us therefore become very goal-oriented. We become emotionally attached to things and people outside of ourselves that we feel we need in order to be happy. We feel that there is something missing inside of ourselves and we become tense, anxious and stressed and continuously trying to fill up that gap, trying to manipulate the outside world in order to get what we want. 
This is a state of being from which most of us are setting goals and trying to create what we want in life. And unfortunately, from this level of consciousness, it doesn't work at all. Either we set up so many obstacles for ourselves that we can't succeed, or we do succeed in reaching our goals only to find that they don't bring us inner happiness. It's at the point where we realize this dilemma and we begin to open up to a spiritual path. We realize that there simply has to be something more to life and we begin to search for it. We may go through many different experiences and processes in our search, but eventually we are gradually restored to ourselves. That is, we come back to an experience of our spiritual essence, the universal energy within us all. Through this experience, we can be restored to our spiritual power, and the emptiness inside us is filled from within. Now, to get back to our supposed paradox, when we're coming out of the empty, grasping, manipulative condition, the first and foremost lesson to be learned is to just let go. We must relax, stop struggling, stop trying so hard, stop manipulating things and people to try to get what we want and need. In fact, stop doing so much and have an experience of just being for a little while. When we do this, we suddenly discover that we're really perfectly okay. In fact, we feel quite wonderful just letting ourselves be and letting the world be without trying to change things. This is the basic experience of being here now. And it's what the Buddhist philosophy means by letting go of attachment. It's similar to the Christian concept, God's will be done. It's a very freeing experience and a most basic one on any path of self-awareness. Once you begin to have this experience more and more often, you're opening up to the channel to your soul and sooner or later a great deal of nature's creative energy will begin to flow through you. You start to see that you yourself are already creating a whole new life and every experience that happens to you and you become interested in creating more rewarding experiences for yourself and others. You begin to want to focus your energy toward the highest and most fulfilling goals that are real for you at any given moment. You realize that life can be basically good, abundant, and often fun, and that having what you truly want without struggle and strain is a part of your natural birthright as a functioning of just being alive. This is the time when creative visualization can become a most important tool. Here is a metaphor and I hope that it will make it even more clearer. Let's imagine that life is a river. Most people are clinging to the bank, afraid to let go and risk being carried along by the current of the river. At a certain point, each of us must be willing to simply let go and trust the river to carry us along safely. At this point, we learn to go with the flow, and it feels wonderful. Once we have become accustomed to being in the flow of the river, we can begin to look ahead and guide our course onward, deciding where the course looks best, steering away around the boulders and snags, 
and choosing which of the many channels and branches of the river we prefer to follow, all the while still going with the flow. This metaphor shows us how we can accept our lives here and now, flowing with what is and at the same time guiding ourselves consciously towards our goals by taking responsibility for creating our own lives. Remember, too, that creative visualization is a tool that can be used for any purpose, including one's own spiritual growth. It is often very helpful to use creative visualization in picturing yourself as a more relaxed, open person, flowing, living in the here and now, and always connected to your inner essence. May you be blessed with everything your heart desires. Creative visualization is a technique for using your imagination to create what you want in your life. There is nothing at all new, strange, or unusual about creative visualization. You are already using it every day, every minute in fact. It is your natural power of imagination, the basic creative energy of the universe, which you use constantly, whether or not you are aware of it. To use creative visualization, it is not necessary to believe in any metaphysical or spiritual ideas, though you must be willing to entertain certain concepts as being possible. It's not necessary to have faith in any power outside yourself. The only thing necessary that you have to have is a desire to enrich your knowledge and experience and an open enough mind to try something new in a positive spirit. There are four basic steps to effective creative visualization. Step one, set your goal. Decide on something you'd like to have, work toward, realize, or create. It can be on any level, a job, a house, a relationship, a change in yourself, increased prosperity, a happier state of mind, improved health, beauty, a better physical condition, solving a problem in your family or community, or whatever it is for you. At first, choose goals that are fairly easy for you to believe in, that you feel are possible to realize in the fairly near future. That way you won't have to deal with too much negative resistance in yourself and you can maximize your feelings of success as you are learning creative visualization. Later, when you have more practice, you can take on more difficult or challenging problems and issues. Step number two, create an idea, a mental picture, or a feeling of the object or situation exactly as you want it. You should think of it in the present tense as already existing the way you want it to be. Imagine yourself in the situation as you desire it now. Include as many details as you can. You may wish to make an actual physical picture of it as well by making a treasure map, which I'll describe in detail later. This is an optional step, not at all necessary, but often helpful and fun. Step number three, focus on it often. Bring your idea or mental picture to mind often, both in quiet meditation periods and also casually throughout the day when you happen to think of it. In this way, it becomes an integrated part of your life and it becomes more of a reality for you. Focus on it clearly, 
yet in a light and relaxed way. It's important not to feel like you're striving too hard for it or putting an excess amount of energy into it. That tends to hinder rather than help. Step number four, give it positive energy. As you focus on your goal, think about it in a positive and encouraging way. Make strong positive statements to yourself that it exists, that it has come or is now coming to you. See yourself receiving or achieving it. These positive statements are called affirmations. While you use affirmations, try to temporarily suspend any doubts or beliefs that you may have, at least for the moment, and practice getting the feeling that what you desire is very real and possible. Continue to work with this process until you achieve your goal or no longer have that desire to do so. Remember that goals often change before they're realized, which is a perfectly natural part of human process of change and growth. So don't try to prolong it any longer than you have the energy for it. If you lose interest, it may mean that it's time for a new look at what you want. If you find that a goal has changed for you, be sure to acknowledge that to yourself. Get clear in your mind the fact that you are no longer focusing on your previous goal. End the cycle of the old and begin the cycle of anew. This helps you avoid getting confused or feeling that you've failed when you simply have changed. When you achieve a goal, be sure to acknowledge consciously to yourself that it has been completed. Often we achieve things that we've been desiring and visualizing and we forget to even notice that we have succeeded. So give yourself some appreciation and a pat on the back and be sure to thank the universe for fulfilling your requests. Now. Let's go on a short meditative journey. I know a lot of you enjoy listening to podcasts while driving. Please do not listen to this particular meditation on creative visualization or any other guided meditations on naturally happy while doing something that requires your complete attention, especially like driving your car. Meeting your inner guide. All of us have the wisdom and knowledge we ever need right within us. It is available to us through our intuitive mind, which is our connection to the universal intelligence. However, we find it difficult to connect with our higher wisdom. One of the best ways to do so is by meeting and getting to know your inner guide. Your inner guide is known by many different names, such as your counselor, spirit guide, imaginary friend, or master. It is a higher part of yourself, which can come to you in many different forms, but usually comes in the form of a person or a being whom you can talk to and relate to as a wise and loving friend. Here is a meditation to help you meet your spirit guide. Close your eyes and relax deeply. Go to your inner sanctuary and spend a few minutes there, relaxing, getting oriented. Now, imagine that within your sanctuary, you are standing on a path that stretches off into the distance. You start to walk up the path, and as you do, 
you see in the distance a form coming towards you, radiating a clear, bright light. As this form approaches, you begin to see whether the form is a man or a woman or perhaps an animal. If it's a person, how old are they? How are they dressed? The closer the form gets, the more details you can see of the face and appearance. Greet this being. Ask what his or her name is. Take whatever name comes to you first and don't worry about it. Now, show your guide around your sanctuary and explore it together. Your guide may point out some things that you've never seen there before, or you may enjoy just being in each other's presence. Ask your guide if there is anything he or she would like to say to you, or any advice he or she would like to give you at the moment. If you wish, you can ask some specific questions. You may get immediate answers, but if not, don't be discouraged. The answers will come to you in some form later. When the experience of being together feels complete for now, thank your guide and explain your appreciation. Ask him or her to come to meet you in your sanctuary again. Now, open your eyes, wide awake and alert. People have many different types of experiences when meeting their inner guides, so it's difficult to generalize. Basically, if you feel good about your experience, then it's fine. If not, be creative and do whatever you need to do to change it. Don't worry if you didn't perceive your guide clearly and precisely. Sometimes they remain in the form of a glow of light or a blurry indistinct figure. The important thing is that you sense your guide's power, presence and love. If your guide should come to you in the form of someone you know, that's fine, unless you don't feel particularly good about it. In that case, repeat this meditation and request that your guide come to you in a form that is easy and pleasant for you to relate to. If the figure you encounter in your meditation seems judgmental, harsh, or unloving, you may have contacted your inner critic or some other energy. Politely thank them for their input, let them go, and ask for a loving, supportive, encouraging guide to come. Don't be surprised if your guide seems eccentric or unusual in some way. The form in which they show themselves to us springs from our own creative mind, which is limitless. For example, your guide may have a very unusual and surprising sense of humor, or an exotic name and a flair for the dramatic. Sometimes they don't communicate in words at all, 
but in a direct transmission of feeling, impressions, or intuitive knowledge. Also, your guide may change form and even name from time to time, or you may have the same one for years and years, or you may have more than one guide at the same time. Your guide is there for you to call on any time you need or want extra clarity, wisdom, knowledge, support, creative inspiration, love, or just companionship. Many people who have established relationships with their guides meet them every day in their meditation. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to share your favorite tips, your favorite insights, your favorite things that you learned from this episode. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm so excited to be sharing this part of my life with you. I hope that you're excited to be on it with me. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. I hope you learned a lot about yourself and given a lot of insights into your relationship with yourself. To connect on higher principles, to connect on higher principles, to connect on purpose in order to do what makes you happy. I really hope that you've subscribed to Naturally Happy. Please take a moment to rate and review. It will make such a huge difference. I can't wait for you to listen to my next episode. In peace, love, and gratitude. Till next time.